by you. Put the headphones in and crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I'm the outspoken ice queen of the North, Nikki Marie Dawn, and I am with my co-host, the superheroine, trans protector of the South, Terry Ellen. We're a couple of trans survivors, rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. This is episode 66, and today we're talking about trans in the news. We touch base on GRS, puberty blockers, and everything political around the world that affects us as the transgender community. Grab your coffee, and let's get started discussing and cursing everything in the news. Cheers. Yes. I've got my uh, flattery will get you everywhere. It always yeah. does, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so I've got my Canadian Tim Hortons coffee going here this morning. I had to go out and grab a coffee, a stiff one, uh, just because of uh, stiff I one. Yeah. Oh, and congratulations, Marcy, uh, on the bottom surgery. Yes, that is fantastic. We're all excited for you. Um, actually, uh, there, were, there were a lot of girls on Twitter that had grs like within a week of each other it was a very got epidemic of sex change going on such such a good thing that's going on and happening people finally getting to where they want one right and yes charlene a stiff one yeah, I had a, we're talking coffee there yes thank you uh, <laughs> i had a discussion with my my therapist uh, this week over like GRS and, and the meaning thereof. And, you know, we did a, a, a show on that, all the various acronyms for the to gender change surgery. And I was talking to her, it's like, well, you know, in the old days, we called it a sex change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so much topic of conversation these days in legislatures, putting all these bills, talking about sex. The sex is immutable and you can't change your sex and whatever it is you're identified at birth. That's what you are. No, no, you can't change that. Can't change that. It's like, well, yeah, I did. (laughs) I did change it. And even though, you know, the gender, we say gender is in the head, you know, what we identify as, that is who we are. It's not about what's between our legs. But the biological sex, our sex, physical sex, so what is between our legs? Oh, honey, yeah, we can't change that. And did. I have proof I did it. <laughs> Just a minute, let me check. Yeah, all good. <laughs> so it's like, and I was telling her, well, you know, it's kind of two things. It is, you know, somewhat gender confirmation surgery or gender reassignment, whatever mm-hmm. acronym you'd like to put to that. But it is a sex change. If you think of biology as physical sex change. Yeah, it is that. I changed my physical sex, most definitely. If I had a visual examination, like I did when I was born by a a obstetrician, I would be identified as female. Mm -hmm. So yes, I have had a sex change i have no idea what my chromosomes are and does it even matter at this point it's irrelevant it's totally relevant i believe the same thing you know so it is it is truly a a sex change i still i i i'm always torn um i'd like to think of it as a gender change um because i still believe when you say sex 
right? Sex is an orientation in a lot of ways. And I mean, it depends on how you define it and what it, how you're using the wording in a conversation. No, that's, that's a sexuality. That's yeah, a sexuality. Is, but still, I look at sex as sex. Sex is sex. If you want to really say it, it's like... Sex is also procreation. It's also... I was just going to say, sex is hopping into the fucking bed and giving her like shit, right? It's just like... Yes, it has a lot of meanings, but I don't think of sex as um, gender per se, even though it can be used as gender. What is your gender? What is your sex? You see it on so many forms. Sex. What is your sex, male or female? No. No. You know, rarely do you ever see gender... Yeah. What is, is what is category. your gender? Right. What is your gender? And I've even lately started to see some forms like what was what was your sex at birth? <clears throat> I don't give a flying fuck what my sex was. It's irrelevant. It's what my who really, I am right now. Does that really matter now? Mm. You know, I don't. Yeah. Not you know that then it's not even applicable. Right. Yeah. So I was watching uh, a show that we have in Canada, and I, I don't know if you have it in the U.S., but it's um, um, it's about border control and people coming in and out of the border and stuff like that. And that, so like what they do is it's all based on all of these packages that come in and different border crossings across the Canada and U.S. border, people coming in and out, and even international. It's more about customs. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, it's customs. like border crossing coming in and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and they had. Had a show, uh, the, or a, a story where a trans woman came in, and um, they had a, they she what, and this is something that I found very interesting was, is that they thought that she was packing something. She passed extremely well. She was. <laughs> she was, because she didn't have her gender reassignment surgery. Okay. Yeah, the the anomaly that shows up right. on the scan. And I was very, very surprised that they actually put it on a TV show of the border crossing because they talk about all of this kind of stuff and everything. And then, oh, yes, well, there was a woman that came in and yada, 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 and they've got her face all screened out like they do when they always, you know, um, and said, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we're going to have to do a search on you and all of that in a private room, da, 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 came out. And even it was so funny because when they showed the camera on, the, on one of the customs agents, his face was a little bit red. And you could tell that he was <laughs> trying, to, trying to, to hold back, right? <laughs> so that was, that was, I, I've never seen that before on any type of a show. So anyway, It's like, you know, yeah, you go go to a private room and you explain. It's like... Okay, you know, I'm transgender. I haven't had bottom surgery. And what you're seeing is whatever hmm. word you'd like to use for that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm your, um, so your, happy I didn't have to go through that. Yeah. You know. So I think we've got a really bad feed today. So we do apologize to our audience. Uh, Terry's video is freezing up on occasions mm. here so we'll have oh, to sorry about that yeah no worries it's uh it is what it is not much we can do about that but we'll try and just make through it today so why don't we hit the political scene for a few minutes here because oh, uh, obviously yes. there is a shit ton of stuff that goes on even though the biden administration is in we've got uh you know kamala kamala in front in front of her office with a trans flag i mean we've got not I know. I always have different. It, it's like, is it boobies or boobs or titties or whatever? <laughs> I, mean, I get it wrong all the time. So um, outside of that, yes. But she has a trans flag out. We've heard the policies that Biden has. Yeah. Well, you know, state. we we like people to get our name correct. We like people. True. True. Well, I keep getting called a guy. I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck. Right. 
<laughs> anyway, to say, yeah, I'm sorry. That's just I'm in yeah. one, I'm in one of those moods. Uh, what can I say? Um, so anyway, do tell. Where do you want to go first? Because there's a bunch of different stories. Well, you know the legislatures, the Republican legislatures across this glorious land of the United States um, have really centered the bullseye upon you know, trans kids. Oh. And of course, you know, the whole community as a whole, when they start going after trans kids, they're going to go after the adults at some point if they're really successful in going after the trans kids. And it's the same bills pro- cropping up in so many states. I think there's 10 or 12 now trying to ban medical treatment, mm-hmm. trans-related medical treatment of minors. In some cases, they want to put it at 21 years of age. There's at least Oklahoma, Mississippi, and I think one other state are stipulating that, you know, you can't have hormones, you can't have therapy, you can't have surgery, you can't have anything trans-related until you're 21 years of age. Mm-hmm. You imagine that? At the age of 18, you can be drafted to go fight in a war and die. Oh, but my God, we're not going to let you change your body because yeah, you're just, you're not emotionally mature enough. You don't have the emotion, the intelligent maturity to be able to consent to taking hormones or therapy or possibly surgery after the age of 18. But you certainly consent to go murder people and, uh, oh, yeah, die too. Do you, you might die. Do you mind consenting to dying? And it's yeah. beyond ridiculous. They even want to make it child abuse in New Hampshire. And be able to take the children away from parents who allow them to have therapy mm-hmm. or puberty blockers. That they will put that in the law that that is child abuse. Right. The thing what I find most interesting about that is, did you notice, and I don't, and I always, I'm always baffled by this. Oh, we're going to take your kids away. Well, what happens to those kids? Well, they get put in a home, a probably religious fanatic. And made sure that they walk the straight and narrow. Right. And, and, and conversion live therapy. living hell. Yeah. And conversion, conversion therapy. therapy. Oh, yes. and, and that will be made legal. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, I'm, part I'm of the sure. Right. That conversion therapy is just fine. Yeah. So that really concerns me when you hear about this and how they feel they can push this legislation. And it's also in the state of Utah right now. Um, they're trying to, to bring out the uh, changing the, medic, uh, uh, the medical practices amendment in Utah. Um, same thing, trying to completely stop everything for trans mm-hmm. kids, uh, both you know trans males, trans females, the whole bit. The other thing is, too, and I, I always find this because the, the I never can understand this. They make the statement, but they never say how they will follow up with whatever they're going to do. So, in other words, just like we talked about there, you know, oh, we are going to uh, take the kids away. We're going to throw, you know, where, where do they go? And we you've determined that it would be foster care or whatever. What about the suicide rates? How much are they going to go up in comparison? Do you even talk about that? Does it even matter? Do you know? I mean, they're already forty-one uh, percent. Right. They're already forty-one percent attempt. Mm-hmm. You know. They think that's going to make it better. No. They think the suicide rate's going to go down because they prevent these kids from getting medical care, mental health care, right. now, puberty blockers. They really think this is going to make it go down. 
Right. Now, we talk about the legislations that are coming in and stuff and everything. And, it's, of course, these are all bills that they're hoping to pass, which I've also, you know, uh, Robin just mentioned it, too, but a lot of them don't pass. OK, um, so, yes, a lot of them do fail. Thank thank God for that. And one yeah, did the other day, you know, so I guess I guess for the for the you know, when we talk about that, that is another thing. These are always going to be challenges that are always going on. They are always going to come to the forefront. But they're, I at, think, they're on thin margins. And that one that failed was like 51 to 48. Three mm-hmm. votes, three votes. That's where we're at. These constant. just Bare majority. Well, it's not like 60-40 or 70-30, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just by the skin of our teeth a lot of times that we win. Yeah. And and so that's the thing that really just disturbs the hell out of me is that when you see it uh, occurring and happening, and I mean, a couple of po- people have already made the point, like Robin said that, I mean, Brittany's coming in and says how that will that affect the their adulthood. Yeah, exactly. When we take a, you know, we... we <laughs> I've been in disputes on TikTok all over the place with a lot of people. I've been putting up a lot of videos in regards to this is that, you know, they come in and they say, oh, well, you have mental health issues and everything else. Well, if you let the fucking kids transition, they wouldn't have mental health issues. That's one. And two, like I described in a video that I did, you know, we don't have these issues because we're trans. We have these issues because of how we're treated being trans. And that's really what the focus is. And a lot of people don't understand this. The education of these people out there that are trying to pass these policies are the education of a gnat. I'm sorry, but it's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it comes more from a religious standpoint. Their worldview is that whatever you're identified at birth is what you are. And, oh, well, you're going against God's plan and you're an abomination and to um, even think that you can do this. And you're really, you're just rebelling against God. You know, you're rebelling against God and you're just confused. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, did that for 40 years. Really, really did all what you said to do. I did that. It didn't work. It didn't work. Failed miserably. Well, so, you know, the, 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 I'm pretty good now. So just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, but but here's the big, you know, I mean, the, the true factor in the problem with this is all is a stupid constitution when it says talks about religion. And I'm sorry, but religion should not be mixed in with politics. And if you would remove the religious piece out of politics, I think things would run a lot more smoothly. But there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, Charlene asks, is, uh, how is WPATH going? They still have bad phone connections. <laughs> I guess she's talking about us. <laughs> Probably, yeah, but uh, well, no. And also, Miss Miss Delorca says we should talk about how in so many states, like twenty states, that conversion therapy has been made illegal. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's twenty out of thirty states, and that is an amazing statistic that that is occurring slowly, incrementally, mm-hmm. and hopefully under the Biden administration, it'd be wonderful. If we had a national. You know, well, law think, that banned yeah. it. Period. Yeah, the only the only part that really you know, and I guess understanding you know, state legislation can be put into place, and even if federal legislation were to come in and say, okay, it has to be this way, you know, does the state legislation still overturn all, or do it they depends. have? You know, it would certainly have a huge effect. Yeah. So, you know, that's the one thing that I always get concerned because, and again, when we look at And regardless, conversion therapy will take place. 
They'll just call. Of course it, it will. Just because it's legislated out, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I oh, know. Sure. No, but at least you know someone who's reputable. You know, a good ethical therapist or counselor wouldn't go there anyway. First of all, because of all these studies and statistics saying that it does one more harm than good, and two doesn't work. No, it that doesn't be, work. That should be the killer of it. It doesn't work. It causes more harm. Well, okay. Kids go through. I mean, you had it as a child. It has a lasting impact. What well, did it fucked me up for twenty years? Not a years. positive one. No, it, it, it well, not even close. You know, and I and and to be honest, I mean, obviously at my age now, because it has been so long, and I've been, you know, I've passed that, but I still occasionally get a nightmare from that. You know, I would imagine so. And it's, you know, because it's forever lasting, Um, you know, and then and and the other part that kills me is, too, is is that the manipulation of how people talk about this. So trans people and stuff where I've even had people come to the floor, you know, reading about people that have come to the forefront and said, oh, but I was gay and then I had conversion therapy, and now I'm good. And now you know what? Uh, now I fuck gay women, again. <laughs> and everything is just wonderful and lovely. And you know, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, geez, come on, like really. And the majority of those have reverted. If you want to call it that? Reverted back to their true nature, which is being gay. All those ones who started those uh, prayed away, you know, organizations, saying that you know, praying and religion and whatnot could can make you straight. <laughs> well, they're all in, you know, a same-sex relationship now, and they all got divorced. Uh, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, uh, Laura Winter said that, you know, religion has no freaking place in government. Right, exactly, and it doesn't. Yes, I agree. From the, from law and whatnot, you can be religious, and you can be a Christian, a Buddhist, or Hindu, or Islam, or whatever it is you want as your religion and your belief that's great just don't impose it on anybody else when you start codifying religious belief as law that becomes religious tyranny you know our religious freedom in the united states also includes freedom from said religion whatever that religion is i do not have to live according to you know joe's religious beliefs of his Mm -hmm. life it's like i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i don't have to adhere to that and if you're trying to pass a law to make me, that is religious tyranny. Or if you're using religious belief to deny these trans kids medical care, that is religious tyranny. Yes, it is. It's completely religious tyranny. And this is the part that I don't get. But the scary part is 70-some million people think that's the way it should be. And that's yeah. the scary part when you think about this because um, you take a look. And that's why I think in the U.S. you have such a far right wing. You have a, such a far left wing. Trump puts in a whole bunch of fucking policy. Biden comes in and overturns all the policy. Next, you know, and I mean, it just keeps flipping back and forth. So how do you get the legislation that's put in by a government body that, you know, sticks? But the scary part of that is, what if it's the GOP or the fucking, you know, the far right that get an opportunity to do that and put it into place and make it stick, you know? It was funny. I was also reading something, too, that where the majority of uh, Trump supporters are very minimally educated and that they just are they can be easily persuaded and which is always happening all the time. And you look at the media, you look at everything else and how they're persuaded by 
lovely fucking newscasters and anchors out there that love to spew bullshit and lies and everything else to just to try to boost Phone their, news. you know, Phone, yeah. Phone, Phone news. Phone news. Phone news, yeah. And I mean, obviously, with that. Also known as Fox News. Fake, yes. Fake news. Fake, exactly, right? And so, you know, you, you see all of this, and it's really uh, hard to understand how there will ever be any stability in the U.S. with a political structure like it is. We talk about, you know, how we should have rights, everything else. You know, Obamacare came in, you know, equality, all of that, of course, which is the right moral thing to do. But the religious people are not moral about what they try to put in as policy. No, for for religion that's supposed to be stipulated on love thy neighbor as yourself, their actions clearly indicate that they don't believe that at all. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going at us like they do. I mean, they cloak it in pretty words of compassion. And (laughs) we're just, you know, we're worried about the children. That's always a go-to position. We're worried about the children. Oh, and the women, you know, because trans women are just trying to erase women in society. Uh, How that was possible when we're only like half a percent of the population. (laughs) How we can erase Mm -hmm. the other 50% is beyond me. But apparently we have that power. It is Mm -hmm. beyond ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and this is the thing, like, and and I can't believe it because people are so shallow when it comes to this, that a statement is made, they believe it, right? Oh, we're going to take, and I love the way you said that, right? Oh, we're just worried about the children. Children. Okay. And that's fine. Okay. So you're worried about the children. So if Mm -hmm. you're so worried about the children, then what are going to happen to those kids when you put this policy into play? Are you then worried about the children? Oh, no, 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 no. No, they don't care. Oh, I mean, they talk about being oh. pro, pro-life. pro Talk about being pro-life, but all the policies that the GOP put in place aren't pro-life at all. They want you born, but after that, it's hands off. Yeah. You know, we're, and that fact, we're going to put in policies that will screw your life up, make it harder. We're not going to give you meals in school if you're poor. We're not going to help your single mother okay. out at work, and we will fire her if she wasn't show up, or she has to take time off for a sick child, or blah blah. All these manner of things that they are against, that actually would be pro-life. Huh? They think being pro-life is just getting babies born. Afterwards, it's like fuck you. Well, again, <laughs> I got like- mine, and the hell with you. Well, again, like I said, when you take a look at the uneducated like that, they hear one thing, it gets in their head, and that's it. Right. You know, it's so there, funny. There's, there's it, educated people like that. Suppose oh, I know there is. I know there is. Yeah. Um, but but again, it just seems that when you're talking about 70 million people, you know, yeah, and I, I, I keep seeing these stupid maps that these Trumpers try to put up and they show the map and it's all like, well, what does this yeah. tell you? And everything is red everywhere. And it's just these little blue pieces. And it's like, <laughs> well, I think we should have won and da, 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 da. And, you know, all of this fucking shit. Yeah. Acreage. Acreage doesn't vote. Big swaths of empty land with yeah. no people. You know, if you have this huge county that covers like, you know, a tenth of the state, like in Montana or Arizona or whatever, they have some big ass counties because there's nobody in them. And there might be, you know, a thousand people. Huh. Okay, it's Republican. Oh. And yeah, if you put it on the map, that's a big red square. But over there in the capital of the state goes blue because there's five million people in it. 
Well, no, but that doesn't count. That's a huge difference. Oh, that right. doesn't count. That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, so again, it's you all know, about the, context. It's mm-hmm. all about context. Yeah, it is. But you know, and this is the thing, and this, and this is why yeah. the one one acre, one vote is is Erica said. One acre, one vote. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that used to be that way. Property owners in the used beginning to. of the United yeah. States, property yeah. owners. See, were the ones that's, who that's, that's white that's, men who owned property. Right. But that's the whole problem that I see right now, and that's one of the things. They are still living in the 18 fucking hundreds, or the, you know, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, you know, society fucking grows and all of that. Um, you know, so it's very, very difficult. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're a white, heterosexual, Christian, male, life is damn good for you. Well, of course, you get to. And it was in the 1850s oh. because nobody else had fucking rights except you. And that's, that's what the they, they still want about when other people are getting equality. It's not like we're taking pieces from their pie. Is it? We, it's just that we're getting pie. They well, just want the pie. I know. And, and, and so nobody else gets pie. Right. Exactly. But, you know, and it was something else that I found very interesting that I read. Uh, and it just was up, came up. Everybody is so heavily against immigration. But every one of the biggest leading schools, universities, Harvard, Yale, and other ones, 80% of the fucking student body is immigrants because it's the only way that they can keep people in and these institutions, okay? And it just kills me. It's like, you know, well, where are all of the Americans that are going to schools? You know, and, and that to me is just like, oh my gosh. So it's another interesting factor that they say that they want to eliminate immigration. Well, geez, go back to your horse and carriage then. I guess that's where you want to be. It's just like your horse and carriage and get your little whip out and fucking hit the horse and go, Mama, you go home and have some kids and that's the way it going to be, you know, and we're going to go and do this. It's like, fuck off. Well, every one of us is an immigrant unless we're descended from the indigenous people that were here. (laughs) We're all immigrants. You know, I'm yeah. descended from immigrants. You're descended from immigrants. We white, sure. you know, <laughs> we, our ancestors weren't born in this country, you know. Yes. We go back far enough. We're from the old country, whichever old country that might be, but across the big pond. So, no, we're not native at all. Right. So well. we're all either immigrants or descended from them, unless you're... Native American, indigenous people, they mm-hmm. were here when Europeans came. Well, but and then the rail of like you would forbid your great great grandmother, grandfather, whatever who came over here and started your family here on this land, you would forbid them from coming. <laughs> how do you, how, you know how do how do you how do you rationalize that in your own head? Well, the the, the biggest one from a rational. Of yeah, but the the biggest freaking rationalization that it's just it, it just blows my mind is is that all of these individuals that are say these and they're white and they're religious and they say that they're by the book and the Bible and everything else, uh, you know the first initial texts were done in Arabic and you know all of these other languages there was no fucking white people around at all, so how can you? Uh, Jesus was brown. So I know, and this is the thing that kills me, Frank. It's like, give your head a shake. Like, do you, like, do you even read the fucking Bible? Like, do you even, do you, like, no. uh, oh my gosh. Anyway. No. 
they might find something that you know they don't agree with so yeah and and uh robin goes and says that i have a nice redneck voice that sounds decisively from quebec well that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) okay well i haven't had that comment before so i'm gonna take that as a win (laughs) that's cool um you know, so again, every person that is on the North American continent is a fucking immigrant, except for the indigenous people, right? Yep. You know, that's it. That's it. So why, okay. why do we so, why do we want to cut our legs out from underneath us? I mean, when I was growing up, it was always touted America being the great melting pot that all these immigrants came from so many different countries, and we all came here and we became Americans. Right. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like, oh, I got mine. Mm-hmm. No more of you. We got ours. No more of y'all. Yeah, We're exactly. Good. Thank you. Yeah. And then but, just, to, you know, yeah. I read, a, I read a thing the other day was talking about birth rates across the Western civilization and how birth rates are really dropping below the maintenance level. It's like, you know, two kids. Everybody's got to produce two kids to keep up with, you know, replacing yourself, much less those who aren't having kids. And so populations are starting to drop. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. we're talking about how that might be a problem in, you know, 50 well, years or so. Yeah. Um, just just let Becky know, no, we are still live here, Becky. Don't worry about it. Uh, Robin says, everybody knows Jesus is white. Megan Kelly. Yes, exactly. I mean, Jesus was yeah. white, right? And he had Oh, and Santa hair. Claus, too. She said Santa Claus is white. So yeah. yeah, so Santa Claus is white. Oh, yes. Thankful. Oh, that just makes everything so much better, right? It's like, okay. But yeah, Jesus isn't white. And he wasn't a Caucasian. He wasn't blonde and blue-eyed. Sorry. No, exactly. And most Trump supporters are I mean, not. It is possible. He could have had blue eyes. Yeah. Within the realm of possible. But white? No. We yes. would have been, you know, all the Mediterranean races around there are olive skin to brown, not white. Sorry, not white. Caucasian. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, Rhiannon says that most Trump, uh, Trump followers have no, have never gone to school. That I I really have a tendency to believe. I know there are educated Trump supporters, but there, there gosh. are. But the majority of college uh, educated. Um, People voted for Biden. Sure. The majority of uneducated people voted for Trump. Right. That's telling. That's telling in itself. Yes. Did you did you know that you have a gooey voice? I have a what? A gooey voice. Terry's redneck voice is decidedly gooey southern. Mine is central Appalachian hillbilly. And I am obviously gooey red southern. And I am obviously redneck Quebec. So we've got some very interesting geographical okay, uh, accents I'm going to have to talk to Robin today. about that. She grew up you know. in the same part of the world that I did. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Katie's from gooey, Wisconsin. Gooey Hi, southern. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, uh, Wisconsin, the cheeseheads. Yeah, the cheeseheads. Yeah, because you got the yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I've know, seen was, them. Wisconsin doesn't like trans people much either. So right. Yeah. Hey, I take offense to that. No ice queen. You're damn right. So I'm Elsa the ice queen. It was minus 26 here yesterday, uh, snowing like crazy. Oh. So yeah, uh, I'm surprised I don't have icicles Elsa, hanging you, off my you hair. Are, right now, you so. are Elsa the 
the trans ice queen. Yes, you are. I'm, I'm still waiting for you to braid your hair up like Elsa. Think about it. I just yes. got to... <laughs> You got the right color, the length. You can I know, do it. I, I think know. it would be a great look. Right. You know, that's, and I think, <laughs> I think that we need a little Northern magic here. I think, no, really. Um, I will try to do an ice queen look. Definitely. Maybe next podcast. We'll see how that goes. Um, so, okay. We've got, tell us about the trans man that we were talking about before the show and that legislation. Oh my God. That was something yes, that I found yes. that there was, was very, there yeah. was an article, article in the national review yesterday this trans guy i don't remember his name but you know he had started out you know female at birth and grew up in an all-male family and saw all the wonderful things that all their brothers were doing and and really felt like it would just be better to be a guy and so they went down the road and did transition and and all that and now i was talking about all the medical problems they have and how everything is horrible and just on and on this list of things they had in the articles like oh my god i'm sorry i do not see how all that came from your transition first of all <sighs> and just reading their story i know every trans person knows about walt hires mm-hmm. uh, a, a guy who was a you know Trans woman, transitioned, lived as yes. a woman for like eight or yeah. 12 years, and now is going around talking about how nobody should transition and that every single one of us will regret it, even if it takes 30 years. And this guy is just like hires talking this same bullshit. And I just couldn't, it was infuriating to see this in print and to read all the same bullshit that you read in other articles of the same type. It's just like, you might, what'd you do? Just copy and paste this and put somebody else's name on it. Is yep. who you interviewed? Cause it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Why does these one percenters of the trans community, whether really hires or this person is really trans or not, I have my doubts, but obviously they're not. If they detransitioned and now claim that they, no, you never should have transitioned in the first place. That's cool. That's fine. Why should the 1%, which is basically what statistics show people that detransition is by 1%, and some of them then retransition because of how society and their families are treating them is why they detransition in the first place. So the number of detransitioners is fucking tiny. Compared. Why do they get to tell the rest of us, the 99%, what the hell we can do? Well, because it's we're happy. Yeah, but that's so many good outcomes. Sure. Why isn't that overwhelming evidence that they're because that doesn't count? Because you just you hit it right on the nose. Because there's a lot of people that are happy, and that doesn't cut it. It's the rhetoric about how Trump does it and everybody else does it. That's what it's all about. We need just one person. We need the rhetoric. We need to pump this out. Just like all of the hate, all of the other bullshit, the lies, everything that the fascists like to do. That's what it's all about, right? If, if we tell a good it, you if know, we tell a girl over in the UK, it, the you know? one girl, that one detransitioner bitching and moaning about what happened to her, no. even though most of what she did was after 18, after 18, and she was the primary reason that Tavistock was decided as it was in the United Kingdom to strip medical care from the trans kids over there. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. It's again it, somebody it, who was sort of game the system. Every one of these sort of get what they wanted, and then they want to bitch and moan about it after the fact that oh they didn't they didn't stop me. They didn't stop me. It's not my fault. I, they, somebody else didn't sure. stop me just because I wanted it and I signed all the paperwork and I agreed to all these stipulations of you know. <laughs> I know you signed a big long list. Agreeing to of all the possible it's, risk and blah 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 of surgery and hormones and everything we all do. Disclosure forms and did you understand this? And it's not going to fucking fix every little problem in your life. Yeah, I know. We all we all have to agree to those things. So I'm sorry, all of you, like that. Those three people, you agreed to this. You yeah. cannot blame somebody. For forcing you into this because it did not happen that way. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing that that, that right wing is just so um, detrimental to everything. And it was brought up already that, um, you know, highly educated Republicans are not even willing to believe what they know to be true, only to jump on the hate bandwagon, which makes them basically an educated racist. And that's what it truly <laughs> is, you know. And the other side is too. So I'm the curious, worst. Yeah, and those I do want to make just a couple of quick statements here because Katie's come on a couple of times. She said she's the only trans person in a small conservative town. She's been on hormones for just a year. So, I mean, obviously that's got it brutally tough to have to come up in a conservative area, you know, by yourself with no support or anything else. The only support you've got on is online. You know, again, these haters and all of this type of people are going to make her life hell. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's what it's about. Especially, especially you know? when you're in that middle of starting transition, being on hormones for a short amount of time, and you're kind of like that awkward adolescence of puberty, you know, even you're, except you're, you know, 20, 30, 40 years old or whatever, uh, which mm -hmm. makes it even more awkward. And uh, you have to go around for a while sometimes. Not everybody gets to go full-time when they start hormones. A lot of people don't. So you got to wait no. for yep. hormones to work so that you pass. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Laura says, I started knowing I was supposed to be a girl when I was three or four years old. Like you don't think I really didn't know by the time I was 15 or 16. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, same thing, Laura. Uh, I knew at six. Terry knew at a young age as well. I mean, shit. Yeah, I was by the time, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and by the time that I got to 15 or 16, well, shit, I'd already gone through conversion therapy. I was already beat to death. I was already having no ability to do anything, but yet I still knew, you know, and, and this is the thing. Um, I think that so many of these individuals, um, you know, I, I sometimes wonder some of these detransitioners and stuff, you know, like what, what the fuck were you thinking? Was it just like, you know, so you got to take, and that's the thing, you got to take responsibility for your own actions. Okay. Just because you think it's the flavor of where you want to go down. Okay. Take fucking responsibility for it. Don't say that everybody else should suffer because of your mistake and you're trying to pass the buck. Don't fucking do that. Take responsibility for your own actions. You made the mistake. Don't say that everybody else is going to make the same mistake that you did just because you're a dumbass. forced you. I mean, that's part of these stories is that they were kind of led to, forced to, nobody stopped me. 
Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm the victim here. I don't have any responsibility. Well, boy, Be- boy, Becca boy. Becca makes a good point about these negative articles. Her coworkers who were supportive before are reading these things, and now they're not as supportive, and even starting to intentionally misgender her because mm-hmm. they'll just read one article like this and go, "See, this is exactly what I thought." How right. how, how how are you not this? I mean, it's really you're wrong. <laughs> Right. So what, what Becky should do is gather uh, 35 other articles that say something completely different and drop them down on the desks of these women this. and say, here, read this stuff. What about this? Because if you don't, if what you're about not. this positive outcome and this positive right. outcome and right. this positive but, outcome. And so, and then, you know, but then the case is, is that you drop this on the desk and they read the 35 articles that are true. I'll bet you anything this still say, no, but the first article was right. Why? Because you're fucking racist or you're oh, homophobic or it you're trans. their worldview. It's like, well, I, I was trying to be open-minded, but after reading that article, I see that I was really right and that you're wrong and. And well, your lifestyle just goes against my personal beliefs. And so I just can't support you, you know, Mm -hmm. thanks. Yeah. So do you go to church every Sunday, you know, singing the choir? Oh, I know. And so it's just uh, it, it ends up getting frustrating. Marcy says, I bet she's not the only one there. I thought the same thing when I started my support group. And now I know of 100 trans individuals here in my country. And I know there's a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more. There is a ton more people, like totally a ton more people out there. So many Um, are still in the closet. So many are still just terrified to come out. You know, Trump administration certainly didn't, you know, in any shape, form or fashion, do us any good, regardless of those who supported him. Those are truly delusional people, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I missed one big comment by CJ there, and I I wanted to make a reference to it, but I can't scroll back. I'm not sure if you can. Um, Which one? Yeah, I can scroll back. Yeah, okay, I can. Living in a world, living in a world where a cisgendered couple is infertile, they can go to a lab, create human life in the test tube, altering genetics and chromosomes, even down to choosing the sex of their baby in order to satisfy their personal goal. Another human can decide to do the same thing to their body. All of a sudden, that's an abomination and against the will of God. Mm. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, definitely, right? It's the same case of do as I say, not as I do. That is really the mantra of the GOP. They are constantly, constantly do as I say, not as I do, because it's a double standard. And we can do whatever we want. We can do an insurrection at the Capitol. We can incite violence. We can support a tyrant and wannabe dictator. But now we want unity. Why yeah. aren't y'all about having unity? I, I, we just really don't understand why y'all don't want to just you let can, bygones be bygones. And mm, oh my God. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Talking shit out of the side of your fucking mouth. It's like, you know, and this again, what gives you the right to be able to say those statements in one regard to other people and then make a statement completely on the other side of it and think, and then you come out on your righteous ass and say what you, you know, and, and believe in this and everything. I mean, that's sickening to me. It's like, how can you do that? Where's your morals? Where's your ethics? What's where? Where do you like? I don't, don't have it. any. They want to point it out to everybody else. It's like the biblical thing of, you know, get the log out of your own eye before you start pointing out the dust moat in your neighbor's eye. Mm. Or, you know, 
those who have no sin can cast the first stone? Well, we have a lot of sinful people casting stones at us, frankly. Oh, yeah, everywhere. And see nothing From wrong everywhere. with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it is. It's it, it, we, we really see. But even the stuff that we are talking about that's directly related to the trans community at this point, because obviously we're trans. That's why the way we see this. But this is all throughout society. It doesn't matter. It's how even how some cis people treat other cis people. And it just goes on and on like this. So it's not truly uh, when we talk about it. Yes, it's in direct relationship to who we are, but it is truly an overall societal problem. Right. Oh, it is. It is. I don't know if you got to see the little 1776 report that uh, the White House put together and, and actually put up on the White House page in the week before Trump left. Uh, Biden has since taken it down, but you can find it online. And the way it talks about the United States history and how everybody has equality because, you know, it, we gave it to all of mankind. Right. And it's like, no, no, we don't. It talks about how systemic racism isn't real and that we've made such positive progress and all this and how great we are. We don't need affirmative action anymore. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to acknowledge racism and we don't need to do this and all, all the ills and stuff of our country. They just want to sweep under, under the rug. And it's like, yeah, the declaration does say that all men are created equal, but back then... That word was actually seen as men, men, white men, white, yes, heterosexual yes. Christian men is what that word was. And nowadays, if anybody else wants some equality, that's what they go back to. Well, it's not specifically stated that you have equality. I'm sorry, darling. So they're talking out of both, like you said, talking out of both sides of their mouth. They want to make it seem appear that, yeah, we are we are all equal when in practice. And when you come down to the law, no, we're not, unless it's specifically written that way. Mm-hmm. What we need is an amendment that declares that every human being has the same rights thereunto as every white, Christian, heterosexual male. And that would cover it. Yeah, well, nobody else counts. No right? if, ands, or buts. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. You know? Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, it's, um, you know, and it's one of those things that I think will, it's going to be very, very difficult to change because these are the individuals that are in power. They're the ones that are going to try to create, uh, you know, their own legislations and policies and try to keep stuffing it down our throats in every way that they possibly can. One of the things, um, good morning, Ashlyn, good morning, Vicky, um, and uh, that just wanted to say hi to you, um, you know, and yeah, well, I mean, obviously, people need to worry about their own freaking lives instead of worrying about everybody else's life and how they should conform, you know. Um, we, we are the flavor of the oh, month. we're the flavor of the year, we are seeing we're the flavor of the weakest, decade. Like, yeah, weakest member of uh, the herd that they can pick us off easily because there's so few of us, you know, well, sure. and they can laser in with their fear mongering on us of how <laughs> we're going to overrun women's sports. Of course, those are some of the other legislative bills that are being submitted to the legislature and even in the House of Representatives of the, of the Congress of the United States, one has been put in to make sure that trans women can't play on women's sports teams because we're just going to overrun all the women and win every damn thing under the sun even though the data doesn't show that well no but the the, show that at all hold it wait 
What does data have to do with this? Apparently nothing. That's just fake facts. It's all just fake news, right? I mean, fake obviously, that, that you know, the only part that's fact is what the white man says. That's the only well, fact. When Even it comes to, lie, it's you know, fact. athletics, race, race doesn't matter. They, they cross the board when it cut every trans woman out of sure it, no too. matter what their color is. It's just purely transphobic. But... You know, the way they talk, you would think that the Olympics would have just been overrun with us. And we would have won every damn gold medal in every women's sport that there is in the Olympics. And not one single trans woman has even qualified. Uh Uh-huh. I know. Ever. 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 Since 2003. Not a single one. So where is this huge, amazing male advantage that we're endowed with? From the day we're born, where, where is that exactly? Oh, but that There's doesn't no count. Hold it, wait, wait. That's truth. We don't work yeah, on yeah. truth. Oh God, yeah, that's truth. I'm a, no, yeah, no, no, no. We don't work on truth. Come it's on. What are you that. talking about? Truth is truth. Is, look, our society and lives are built on fake news, and that's what we're going to believe in. Yeah, our agenda, their agenda, is not based on truth. No, it isn't. It's it's no. totally based on lies, deceit. Control, whatever, whatever power we can do is whatever cherry pick we can do, whatever, whatever study we can fund so that we get the answer we want. And then we can use that in support of what we paid for. Yeah. Make sure we're on the same page, the same spin, and that the goal is to erase us from society. Mm. That's their goal. Yeah. And even some of the ones in the United Kingdom are starting to state that. Oh, I know. Oh, here it's like even Charlene says, uh, like, if you were to even look at the science behind it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're not going to do science. No, 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 no. No, science doesn't count. Science? Even though it's been proven totally that we lose 30 to 40% of our muscle mass. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and let's say and, and, uh, hemoglobin, which carries oxygen, lung capacity. Uh, so let's see, white blood cell we, count. We become just like cis women. Yeah. The amazing thing in it. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. We become just like cis women in our physical ability and mm-hmm. stamina and all that. But, hey, we still have heavy bones. We have heavier bones than cis women. Yep. Tell me it, where, what advantage that carries in any sport, women's sports, heavy bones being moved by female muscles. Everybody, force equals mass times acceleration. You can calculate it out. Hold it. Wait a minute. Is that in the Bible? Oh, no, that's not in the Bible. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Because I, I, then I don't believe it because if it's not in the Bible and the fiction that was written by men or whatever, you know, I don't believe in that at all. You know, oh, but you have, you have same strength muscles trying to carry, move different masses of bones. The person with the heavier bones is going to be at a disadvantage. Not I'm sure it is. Yeah, I know. Um, and again, we, could, we, we pound this to death all the time because it is so true. But I think, you know, that's something that um, it is what it is. I mean, you have the religious individuals that are far right wing. And obviously, we always have to make sure that we're, you know, it's not about spirituality. I believe spirituality and religion are two totally different things in some ways because spirituality is what you truly believe in and that's the morals and everything else and you don't judge etc 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 right but they don't want to believe in science that's that's they why why would you believe in science right like yeah robin said that no 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 pi equals 3.0 is the kind of science that's in the (laughs) 
So true. So true. Um, Round it up. Yeah. Yeah. So what other topics should we discuss today? I don't know. That was primarily what I wanted to talk about today. So what would you like to talk about? I don't know. Um, I I guess. uh, You you had a. a topic earlier when we were in our. Ooh, I don't know if I want to go down that road because I might be put to the put literally put to mean, the cross we, of we, we, we touched. We did touch on that of, of the victim of being the victim of being the victim, or, yeah. or how uh, it does seem apparent in our community how uh, being a victim is used sort of like as an excuse to a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the detransitioners. Very much use that mantra of being a victim that it's not yeah. the fault of X, Y, Z, or whatever. So yeah, and I mean, obviously, I went down this path before uh, we started the show, um, and it is something that I've been giving a lot of consideration about because it is very, very frustrating for me. I have tried to attempt to work with a lot of people in the trans community um, that where I've given a lot of opportunity, even free stuff, courses, all sorts of things. I put the offer out, and it, it's very, very apparent, and of course it's something that I've known for quite a while, is the fact that many trans people in the community would prefer to play the victim than get the help. And I know that's a very blunt statement. I, I have seen that. And I, I realized that I'll pro- I would probably get a lot of flack from a lot of people about that because, oh, well, we are the victim. Well... You know, if you want to play the victim role, then how do you see yourself progressing and moving forward in everything? You, you, if yeah. That's the thing. If once you're the drowned, you, basically what you're telling me is, is that, oh, woe is me. I'm the victim. Okay. And that's, I'm just going to hide in my corner. Right. You can't play the victim. You have to stand up. You have to start to make change. But there are those who are real victims. Oh, of, of absolutely. Violence, absolutely. Discrimination or bigotry. It's not that it doesn't exist or there's not uh, members of our community that are victims, especially colored trans women. Very much so are victims. You know, we see them killed in the greatest numbers every year just because they're transgender. So there is that. But we're talking about the ones that whine. <laughs> Oh, whine and complainers, yeah. Or, you know, they come up that they they've um, need a place to stay or whatever, and numerous people come to their aid and offer, and they're like, no, I don't, I don't want that, or I don't want this, and that's not exactly what I want. But I need a place to stay, but it's got to be exactly according to my criteria. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. darling... Well, maybe a couch is so, what you need right now to help you get you back on your feet, you know, and, and get on with your life. That's what we're trying to help you do. This isn't about you being a victim. Yes, your situation sucks, but ultimately it can be up to you as to what you do from this point. You have to accept well, help right. when it's needed. Yes, and, and, and of course, obviously, when I say that, I know it's a very people are going to take that as a very blanket statement. Okay, and it's like, oh, well, you know, so no, that's not what I'm getting at. Um, One of the things that um, like and I understand there's going to (laughs) be individuals. Yeah, I know. I'm already laughing at a couple of them. And we should scroll back a bit. Terry. No, no, it's it's what Becca said. So I would love to discuss how it is. You're so both absolutely amazingly beautiful. (laughs) 
Well, there was another one. Go back even further. I think somebody had talked about GRS surgery, which I think we should maybe try to just get a little something word in, but I didn't see it. Oh, uh, oh by Katie, did you? Yeah, but I just want to I mean, work. where that really going away? Yeah, I just want to. I just want to work on something though about the victim and being the victim and that sort of thing because. Yeah, and well, Robin, yeah, Robin, here, here, yeah. Do you see the point by Robin? Yeah. Robin? So yeah, go ahead. And 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 so I do really want to make sure that everybody's aware of this. When I go to Twitter, for example, and I've pulled myself off of Twitter basically now for a couple of weeks, and there's a good reason for it. But when I go to people on Twitter and I offer the opportunity for free to help individuals move forward in, you know, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, willing to do it all pro bono, okay, and help individuals get through some of the stuff and they come back to me and they go, no, thank you. That to me is playing the victim. You have an opportunity to get help. I am offering that help. I am giving you a, a way of really working and embedding yourself to be able to handle a whole bunch of stuff that you're probably going through. Oh, sorry, I can't make it. Well, you know, because I have too many important things. I've got like half an hour and I have to go to the grocery store. Okay, if that's more important than you getting help that you need, that's playing the victim. Okay, in that way, because it's kind of like this. It's like if somebody's going to come to you as a trans and here's the way the other way I say it. Somebody you're trans and somebody comes to you and says, here, I can give you hormones to help you. Do you do it then? Oh, well, it's kind of like that, that uh, redo of the whole joke about the man who's on a house in a flood and he keeps asking God to save him. You know, I redid it as a as a trans trans woman who is offered help by therapists, by doctors for hormones, by friends and support groups. And she constantly says, no, I have faith and God is going to save me. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's being somewhat of a victim as well. So I'm not going to, yeah. not going to do anything to help myself or accept the help that comes along because God will save me or I have the faith or whatever. And of course, you know, the end is, you know, trans girl goes to heaven and God goes, I sent you a support group. I sent you a doctor who had hormones for you. I did all this shit for you. What the hell is your problem? You know, mm -hmm. it's like help comes in many ways. It's, it's not necessarily a miracle of a burning bush that's talking to you in the wilderness. You know, it doesn't necessarily happen. God, if you're religious or whatever deity you may believe in or whatever spirituality you believe in, the universe or a deity or being or whatever, mm -hmm. things come to you as yeah, a form of help. However, they come to you. It is up to the individual in question. You have the humility to accept mm. it. Right. Well, and it's uh, one person I, uh, makes a point and says, I don't think they are victims. I think they, you know, aren't really prepared for the next step you're offering. So the victim thing is a cover for that. Comment, Terry? Yeah, maybe. It's easier, it's easier to claim to be a victim. You know, it's easier than to stand up on your own two feet and try to do something about your situation. Mm. It's easier. It's easier to whine. And it's easier to, to oh, please, please. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I can't, yeah. I can't help myself. I can't, I don't, I don't even know how to Google. Can, can you, can you tell me what dose of hormones I should be on? Yeah. <laughs> what? 
Uh, no, not a medical professional. I'm sorry. No, I can't do that. Right, um, right. And you see that a lot in our community. Oh, my you God. Do. In various former, they'll just bring these questions. Oh, tell me exactly what I need to do. One, two, three, four, five. Mm. Honey, do you look up anything before you came here? Did you research anything at all? Read? Research. Right. You know, I'm here to the, help you, but please come with some sort yeah, of knowledge now, base. I do want to stress a couple of things here because um, I don't want people that I don't want people to interpret it in this in, in the way that a lot will probably jump to conclusions because we do know people like to jump to conclusions. But, oh, no, they, no, no, but the thing is, you know, if you do have big depression and you do have anxiety and you do have all of these, Christ, I'm a therapist for Pete's sake. I know. Okay, and you will probably need help. That's not playing the victim. I'm saying playing the victim is the type of individuals that could grasp on and tackle something, trying to better themselves, but don't. I mean, just just going to a therapist to seek yeah. help is not being a victim. No, it isn't. You're admitting that you have gotten to a place. Or you can't fix yourself anymore. It's the same mm -hmm. thing of going, you know, take a business course or take anything, you know, going, get educated, uh, learning a new skill, learning a new vocation, going to get help to help you move forward in your transition. That's a hell of a thing. It really mm -hmm. is. Oh, my God. The just especially, if, you know, you've been playing a guy all your life and you're a strong, macho male. To hit that point where you've got to ask for help, because that is just like verboten, you know, forbidden in guy culture. Yeah, nobody asks for help. Mm -hmm. To get to that point, it's tough. It's really hard. It is. It, it, and we Not get that, it. Because, you know, we get it. We've been there. We have yeah. been there. Uh, and, I mean, it doesn't matter if you talk about trans or anything else. It's the stigma behind everything. Okay, it's like, what are my coworkers going to think? Even if I'm cisgender, what are my coworkers going to think if I go to the therapist? You know, what is my boss going to think? Oh, my boss is, is going to right away. What's he going to think? He's probably going to think, oh, now you're not capable of doing your job. Right. This is what people do. And then they hold back. They don't get the help they need. So it's not just in the trans community. I use the trans community at the focus because of oh, yeah, it's, um, what I've done. But it's everywhere. Because it's seen as a weakness to ask for help. It's seen as a weakness mm -hmm. and that you're weak and you just, especially in the guy, you know, you just need to man up. Oh yeah. I tried that. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And it worked, but you even take a look at it too. That's why, uh, even men in the cis population that are just fine being men, it is a true stigma to go to a therapist to get some help. Oh God. Yeah. That's not going to make you look. Right? Better in your macho male bonding circle, you know, the circle jerk that you're in of that day. No, they're not going to be impressed. Oh, my God. Can you believe Joe went and talked to a shrink? Mm hmm Yeah. Mm. You know, and, and that's the thing. And, I mean, obviously, like, uh, well, just so everybody knows, uh, Bell Canada yesterday, uh, Bell Canada, and that's our biggest, uh, you know, our biggest, uh, one of our biggest phone providers, uh, just ha they, ha they have Mental Health Awareness Day, 
And so what they do is, is that if you, you know, uh, to try to bring mental health to the forefront, try to get people to start to, uh, you know, reach out if you have, you know, maybe things that you want to work over, stuff like that. And then they donate a dollar for every text message that's done in regards to mental health. And I think yesterday there was, uh, I think they did, I think it was close to like $14 million they donated to mental health purely because of the text messages that were coming in. So it's something that we have to be aware of. And even in society today where we are right now, oh my gosh, we got COVID going on. Everybody is so, you know, you can't get out anywhere. You can't do anything, Uh, especially like even in in Canada, we are under major restrictions all the time. Uh, You know, family violence is way up. Child abuse is way up. Okay, I mean, we're looking at so many different things that's going through the roof because of COVID and it should teach us a lesson that to reach out and get help. Yeah. Right. If you if you've right. got mental illness, any kind, this lockdown, quarantine, oh. anti-socialization that we have going on is hard as it's hard as hell on a perfectly stable, mentally healthy person. Mm-hmm. What it does to those of us who have mental illness issues anxiety whatnot that just sends it up through the roof you know um laura winter said that you know she grew up with therapists being demonized in her home so Mm. it took a long time before she was open to trusting a therapist programming as children some of the hardest things to go against and to deprogram ourselves is all the shit that we were taught as children and as adults we find out that lies a lot of it so much lies well like i said i've always i always tell people uh right from childhood we're set up to fail mm-hmm. right from childhood we're set up to fail right uh, and it's it's one of the things too like i mean i do a lot of teaching in that mindfulness emotional intelligence you know if they taught those two things in school our society would be massively better Oh, that would be secular humanism. Well, yeah, it would be. Because, Can't have that. Yeah. You know, we need we need to teach all the little children to pray because if they just have the faith of a mustard seed, they'll get every little miracle their little hearts desire. Yeah. And then Until, you grow up and you find that, oh, fuck, that didn't work. Yeah. And <laughs> I was what just going to say, here you are, you find yourself at 85 years old in a second, you know, level care home and you're going like, what the fuck? That was all bullshit. Yeah. Absolutely all of it, you know, and I and that is something that because of my dad passing away, he passed away in a second level care home. The one thing that I always got the feedback from was from the care nurses were was how many times they heard throughout the population of the home, the regrets of not doing so many things that they should have done because of the programming that their parents had given them, you know, like they say, we are the product of our parents. Okay. And that is so true, you know, but if you are just given the essential tools to have an understanding about our thought processes and why we think the way we do and having that emotional intelligence, like you said, it would be seen as being very secular, but truly that's the absolute 180 degree opposite of what secular is. Really and truly, all of that is about is understanding who you are, how you treat people, judging, judging yourself, judging others. I mean, it's it's very much at the forefront of making society so much better than what it is. 
right? And and this is the when I see this because I teach it because I'm doing this all the time in schools and everything else, and I see where society is. Boy, it just blows my mind, you know. And oh yeah. You know, and the thing is, too, is that a lot of people think that they know what mindfulness is. They think, oh, it's just a bunch of meditation and all of that. Yeah, that, that's a portion of it. But that's one of the things that I teach. I'm very much on the scientific side of understanding how the brain works, how our ego works and pushes us into so many different directions and areas based on what we have been taught as children, Right. And it's it's, you know, so the concepts are there. And that's why I said it's frustrating for me because I've tried to help so many much of our community and they don't want to accept it. When I can tell you right now, it saved my life. Seriously, it did. It I've, I have completely changed. I've become such a better person because of it. And that's why I teach a lot of this stuff in coaching schools, in universities, because People don't realize. And when they take the courses and they start to see it, it's like, holy fuck. I never knew this and how to understand how my emotions are driving my thought processes, which, you know, and it's it's fascinating by it. But anyway, I'm going to here. Let's get into something else. I will bore our audience to death. I sound like I'm giving a lecture for Pete's sake. Uh, <laughs> you know, so again, um, <laughs> Your turn. We're getting close to the end of the show anyway, because we, as once again, I mean, we just, we go, 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 go. I mean, one one of the things, you know, I want to leave with our community is, you know, do be active. Respond to your representatives and your senators, whether they're on the state level or the Mm -hmm. national level. And, you know, you're talking about leaving Twitter. That is the primary reason I'm on Twitter. Yeah, I do, you know, trans related things as well, but my primary goal in getting on Twitter was so I could rant at my representatives. They all have a Twitter feed and you can immediately make your opinion known to each and every one of them. They do have people that read their Twitter feed. It's just like leaving a phone call Mm -hmm. at their office, wherever their office may be in the state Capitol or up in DC. So please Please be active in that way. You don't necessarily have to go down to a corner with your homemade sign to hold and yell. You can do it from the comfort of your home. Be active. Yes, you Make can. your voice yeah, heard. Well, for we sure. need yep. to be heard. We need our stories to be heard. We need to be visible in that way. And so that I do a lot of that on Twitter. I rant. Um, I've sometimes been amazed. I haven't been banned at times. But um, do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you have know, to do it. And, against all these and, bills. Right. So now I do want to say one of the things, too, as well. So long as we are out there, it doesn't matter, platforms, whatever the case. Terry mm-hmm. is very big on Twitter, and I love her to death mm-hmm. for what she does. Okay. And I love it that she goes and rants away and everything. But there's different ways to be able to help society move forward. And that's one of the reasons why I teach at, in the locations where I teach. I get the opportunity to be at the forefront and work with individuals. I am probably one of the very first trans instructors in a lot of areas. Okay. Do I hide it? No. Okay. Matter of fact, sometimes, and I'm going to say this, um, I feel like a token sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but that's fine. You know what? 
I would rather be a token and getting it across to people that guess what? I'm a trans person and look, I'm an educator. And I am, and I don't believe this, but society does. I'm normal. Yes. <laughs> Look at this person. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's, Educated, that's yeah. you know, and all yeah. of that we, sort of stuff and everything. Yeah, and we don't look like somebody who's on the RuPaul Drag Show. Yeah. Okay, because there are a lot of people who equate being transgender with being a drag queen. And I do not want to be seen as a drag queen. Nothing against drag queens. No, my but thing. I don't either. I'm not a drag queen. I'm not personifying a woman, mm. and then I go home and take it all off, and I'm a guy. Right. Ain't what I'm about. This is me 24-7. Mm-hmm. So yep. be out, be visible, be normal. Woman at a grocery oh. store, you don't have to wear the trans flag on your shoulder or anything. Okay. You know, just right. being out and being visible as you goes a long, long way. Well, here's something. Okay, so we are kind of activists. I mean, obviously, we both kind of are. Uh, yeah, we, we have, are activists. Honey. Okay, yeah. so we're at Trans Talk Raw. Well, that's what this is all about. Yeah, you know. but, but one of the things that I had a question on, and it came in uh, TikTok from a uh, mom with a trans girl, uh, 15 years old, and she came out and she asked me and said, uh, what is the best advice that I could give a, a, a younger trans person at this point in time? And I told her and I said, this is what I think, okay? Do not let being transgender define who, who you, you are. are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing that I hope everybody always takes away when I talk. Don't, don't let that be your defining identity. Right. Okay. You know? and that's so, many, so many do. It's like, well, I'm transgender. You know, I'm diabetic and I'm blue-eyed. Those aren't my identities either. Exactly, right? And and that's why I think we both come to the conclusion that we say it as is. We're trans survivors. Mm -hmm. Okay? We, we did trans and everything. I mean, I hate it when I, and I get these kind of, we get these kinds of comments that I don't really share. Uh, but I get people that come to me from different locations in the world and they go, I want to be transgender. I'm like, want to be transgender. I want to be transgender. It's like, it's define like, that. What do you mean by that? Want to be I have transgender? Asked that. You know, I have do asked you want to be diabetic? People. Would you like to be nearsighted? Because it's kind of the same shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. There ain't no walk in the park. No, it is no you know, walk in the park. I, I didn't want some... to be transgender. I didn't want that. It's like asking for cancer. It is. It totally is. Being transgender can be fucking terminal. It can. And and that's the thing. And I mean, obviously, because our suicide rates are so high, you take a look at it. That's why we have it. And it's because of all of the pressure from society, all of the bullshit, all of the lies. A lot of people, you know, like, I mean, you and I are real tough bitches. I'm going to say it that way <laughs> because we can we can get hit by shit and it doesn't bother us at all. But I'm, but I'm but, a pretty tough bitch. I'm a well, you are a pretty tough bitch. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but there's, you know, the thing is, though, is, is that, again, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that take that to heart and it really hurts them, you know, and that's that's why those are the types of people that do need the help. They do need the therapy and that sort of Vicky, thing. Vicky said you is or you isn't. You is. Yeah, exactly. Right. You either are or you're not. It's kind of like Yoda. You do or you do not. <laughs> there, there is, is no, no try. try. There is no try. You are trans. Or you're, or you're not. not. It's, it's and and really, 
as we've said before, going on hormones mm. is a great weeder. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And I think some of these people who end up detransitioning because they realize they're not trans, they, they don't like them. Doesn't make them feel good. Doesn't help their mental state. Causes issues of all kinds because, honey, you're not you're not really trans. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a great way to figure it out. It's like hormones ought to be started damn early. You know, if you're questioning, let's put you on some estrogen or let's put you on a little tea mm-hmm. just to see how it makes you feel. Right. And if you go crazy, then it's probably not the right thing to do. And if it makes you euphoric as hell, it makes you feel good. And, oh, my God, where was this? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, honey, I'm sorry, you are. (laughs) Yeah. Or congratulations, you're transgender. And this is what we need you to do. It is what we classify as it's cut and dry. There's, you know, it it just is what it is. And there's a a proven medical (laughs) methods that have been proven to help us become physically who we mm-hmm. are, to be authentic to who we are, and the amazing mental uh, thing that comes with it that are so positive. Oh, my God. It's one of the best medicines I've ever had in my life. Of what what it's done for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you exactly know? right. Anyway, so once again, we have to end the show. And I, oh, we're there, huh? Yeah. I know. We are already <laughs> I think uh, I think we're at about an hour and a half right now, or maybe a little bit more already. So we don't want to uh, continue just rambling. And I know with Terry and I, as our oh, we could actually, yeah, we could go another two and a half hours, and it wouldn't be a big thing. Uh, but uh, I think we hit a lot of good stuff on today, and I know we hit probably a couple of tender points. But the thing is, with Trans Talk Raw, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not here to make everybody happy, and if we offend someone, no, and. The thing is, I think the the biggest thing is, too, is is that we need to discuss the hard issues. We need to say shit that needs to be said that maybe other people do not want to say or ask or are afraid to go in that direction. Okay, so we can have a lot of that growing up, a lot of that growing up. Oh, we don't talk about that. We don't yeah, that. you know. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. We need to talk about some really hard the shit. The very thing that someone doesn't want to talk about—that's the fuck what you need to talk about. Well, like I said, I believe that what we have to do is we have to ask the questions, even from the community, and we could offend, but we have to ask the questions that everybody else is afraid to ask. Yeah, we're not. And we're not. <laughs> no, we let her rip, okay? Let's go tell. We'll be vulnerable. We'll, we're there. We are there. And yeah, we want to. We, we will kick as hell. Yeah, so we're going to keep doing what we always do. Um, we've got uh, some stuff planned for the next few weeks, and we're still trying to reach out to a couple of other individuals that we'd like to get on the show for yeah, some interviews and that. Have some, yeah, some good interviews coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so we're hoping that you can join us for that. Um, and, of course, obviously, uh, when we don't have interviews, well, it's Terry and I do the tough conversations just like we did today, and we'll continue to do so because we think it's the most important thing to do is to try to bring people to the forefront, ask the hard questions, get the good answers, and go from there. And we love our audience. I want to thank everybody today for dropping by. Yes. Um, you know, having 20, 20, 20 viewers which I think that's about the most we've had on one of our, our podcasts live. That's actually, that's probably a little bit more. I'm showing a little bit more because I'm, uh, we've got right now, we've had 171 people watch the show today. 
um, as it stands based on what my stats are right now. Well, I'm just like it, at the same time. At the same time, yes. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So, yes, everybody, thank you for watching. We love every single one of you in your yep. questions and comments. Yep. And, uh, yeah, if you do watch, uh, we always appreciate it. Just go hashtag, hashtag replay. Hashtag. Yes. <laughs> Hash, hashtag, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, please do that. You can also listen okay. to us on Anchor and all other po uh, podcast platforms. Do check us out on YouTube too now. So we are up on YouTube. A lot of our videos that we do on the lives will do will be uh, put up on uh, YouTube. Outside of that, have yourself an amazing weekend. We love you all yep. and we very much appreciate you watching. So take care, everyone. Until next week. You bet. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by TransgenderLifeCoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.